0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2585, Why You Do What You Do, and on Beginning Again, both by Silon George of SpiritualLivingForBusyPeople.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you from blogs or articles that I think can help you optimize your life, but two articles today. So that, let's get right to them as we optimize your life. Why You Do What You Do, by Ceylon George of SpiritualLivingForBusyPeople.com. Quote, I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. Romans 7.15. Have you ever asked yourself, why did I do that? Or why did I react this way in this situation? I know I have more times than I can count. Every time I hear the verse you just heard, something deep within me shouts, amen. If you've ever lost your temper or eaten too much or told a lie, even a white one, you know what it's like to be bewildered by your own actions. You know what it's like to go against your own values and principles. Many people can easily identify with the feeling of doing the things they hate. Needs and wants. Why do we sometimes go against our values? Because we're not paying attention to our needs. If you ask a random person on the street what they need, you might hear something like, a flat-screen TV, or a nicer car, or a drink. But these fall in the category of wants, not needs. We tend to focus on our wants instead of the underlying needs we're attempting to satisfy. This happens mostly outside of our awareness. Paying attention to our needs. A quick Google search of human needs will yield two popular lists, one provided by the psychologist Abraham Maslow and the other by life and business strategist Tony Robbins. Though our wants are infinite, our needs, according to Maslow and Robbins, number just five or six. Here are the two lists. Maslow, physiological, oxygen, food, clothing, shelter, etc.; safety, love or belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. And Robbins, certainty, comfort, uncertainty, variety, significance, loving connection, growth, and contribution. Though there are some differences, the two lists basically point to the same set of needs. Robbins unpacks his needs list in a TED talk entitled, Why We Do What We Do. The biggest insight from this talk? To begin to understand why we do what we do, we must become intimately familiar with our needs. In our everyday life, this is not what we do. We instead use our values and principles to judge our actions and the actions of others. It doesn't matter how noble our values are, If we neglect any of these important needs in the pursuit of our values, we're much more likely to betray them. This by no means diminishes the importance of values and principles. It just puts them in the right place when it comes to understanding our motivations for our actions. Needs are more powerful than values. For instance, a person may value honesty, and integrity, but if that person believes that telling the truth will threaten their safety under certain circumstances, they may lie to meet this basic need. A person may believe in commitment and loyalty, but may find themselves betraying someone if the relationship is not meeting their need for love and belonging. A person may value good health, but may find themselves sitting on the sofa instead of exercising if their need for comfort is dominant. Admonishing ourselves or others when we stray from our values misses the point. We don't stray from our values because we're bad people. We stray in order to satisfy our unmet needs. Needs so powerful that they can take us to places we would rather not go. When we're willing to be honest and humble about this, we reduce the chances of being blindsided by our needs. We give ourselves the chance to meet these needs in conscious and healthy ways instead of unconscious and misguided ways. Uncover the needs that drive you. The next time you find yourself perplexed by your actions, ask yourself, what need is this action trying to meet? What are some healthy alternatives for meeting this need? You won't always be present enough to ask these questions, but with practice, you'll inevitably improve. And when you fall short or miss the mark, you'll treat yourself and others with more compassion and kindness. On Beginning Again by Ceylon George of Spirituallivingforbusypeople.com. Ever lie awake at night wondering, how did it come to this? You had a vision, a dream about how your life would unfold, but life had other plans. You find yourself feeling like you're back to square one. You can feel humiliating. You're ashamed to tell others that you're starting over. You put so much time and effort into getting where you are now, you wonder if it's even worth the effort to try again. You probably thought you'd just continue to get better. At this point, you may be tempted to just throw in the towel. Maybe you're facing financial ruin, relationship bankruptcy, an addiction relapse, or significant weight gain after having lost just as much. If you're at the point of wanting to give up, here's a few thoughts that may help. Number one, Beginning again does not mean starting from scratch. Phrases like starting over or back to square one are ultimately misleading because we don't actually go back to square one. The experiences we've had and the things we've learned from those experiences make us who we are today. Even if it feels like you're back to where you started, you're essentially a different person. Keeping this in mind will help combat the feeling of spinning your wheels. Even if your progress is incremental, it's progress nonetheless, and it matters. Number two, it's the willingness and courage to begin that matters. It's natural to feel like a failure from making the same mistakes over and over again. So many of us get stuck when this happens because we feel like we should know better. But the real test is how quickly you get up and begin again when you get derailed. The more quickly and consistently you get back up, the less likely you'll be to go astray the next time. Number three, be kind to yourself no matter what. Decide to do this from the very beginning. Make a pact with yourself that no matter what you think or how you feel about yourself, that you'll commit to treating yourself kindly as you attempt to begin again. Your mind may say lots of bad things about you. However, you can simply choose to not believe what it says. This also goes for the criticism that may come from others. Make yourself a cup of tea, go for a walk, or watch your favorite movie. It's hard work to begin again and you don't need to be hard on yourself. Begin again. Feeling sorry for yourself? angry, frustrated, ashamed? Regardless of how you feel, are you willing to step out in faith and begin again? You may not feel like you're making any progress, but there's profound change in growth happening below the surface. To tap into the benefits of this growth, you must be willing to begin again. Know that you can begin again anytime you choose. You just listened to the posts titled Why You Do What You Do and on Beginning Again, both by Silon George of Take it to Ceylon George, big note there in the first article, beginning again does not mean starting from scratch. This is something I have fought with personally for, well, probably all my life. I've always categorized myself as an all or nothing person a bit. Even the way this podcast started, it's a daily show that shall not miss a day. That's sort of evidence of that. And I really think I got lucky in that there was early success and growth with this show, but had it been a bit slower or even slightly more overwhelming with all the tasks I had to do, and if I didn't have that business partner to help and keep me motivated, I probably would have quit. And to make it worse, not started again, because to me, it would have felt like starting all over completely, even though it wouldn't have been. Now, after reading over 2,500 articles about this sort of thing, I have a different perspective and I'm able to let go of that way of thinking much of the time, not all of the time, but with many things, it's much easier and I don't feel that pain of starting over. So if you're anything like me, it's really something to take to heart. Trust me on that one. I'll leave it there for this one. Stick around though, because it's Sunday, which means it's time for our weekly bonus episode. So I'll see you there in just a moment where your optimal life awaits.